1: We are live with the Standing Room Spartans podcast, the picks of the week. This is week four now of the college football season. Uh, We are presented, as always, by the Pigskin Podcast Network. And we've got only a couple games here this week. It's not a great slate. As we've said before, though, that's always the weeks that sneak up on you. Uh, We've known this as college football fans. Uh, We've got a big game coming up tomorrow, night game, stripe the stadium. We'll get to our picks for that. I will be in attendance in section B. I will be in a green section wearing a green shirt. Uh, But we're recording this here Thursday after work. Uh, If any of these lines change, we will be sure to update you on Twitter. We'll get the fans involved with that. But Scott, Thursday after work. Weekend is approaching very swiftly. How are we doing today? Stripe in the woodshed. We're doing good.
0: Um, I will be uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania. Don't ask me where because I'm not entirely sure either. Going doing a little backpacking this weekend. So fingers crossed I'll get a little service Saturday night up there on that ridge that we're hiking and I'll be able to catch parts of the game. Um, the Wide world of technology means I might be able to, for better or for worse. But either way, exciting. We found out today the uniforms, pretty typical green jersey, white pants. But we are bringing back the asymmetrical Block S uh, helmet with the numbers on the forehead. Kevin, two questions. What do you think of those helmets? And Love it. And what is your favorite helmet all time in Michigan State
1: football history? Ooh um okay so i love these helmets i love the block s uh i i really love everything we've done man uh the chrome are the weirdest ones for me that that was the one that i wouldn't say was a swing and a miss but it it just it was such a different color of green than the jersey so it, it felt weird uh, we did those bronze jerseys – or the bronze helmets with the normal jerseys. That was a sweet look. But I got to go with Gruff Sparty just because that was one thing that we were waiting for for so long. So I'll go with Gruff Sparty as my favorite kind of alternate helmet that we've done over the years.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like the ones we're wearing this weekend. I know it's – I would have put – if I designed this from scratch, I would have put the sparty on one side and the number on the other side like Alabama has the numbers on the sides rather than on the forehead. I just think it's a little more balanced, but it's still asymmetrical. I don't know, I'd love to see that. But yeah, the chrome ones, I if I redesigned that one, it would have been actual chrome all over with like a matte green Spartan head that just like pops off the chrome or something. I didn't I did, I agree. I didn't I thought the green chrome looked just a little strange like I don't know it just didn't feel like MSU green it felt like watery almost but um yeah my favorite I'm I'm kind of partial to the inverse of our traditional with the Spartan head but the white helmet with the green decals we wore those against Michigan in 2015 or 20 no what was the John O'Korn game 2017
1: that was 2017, so yeah. So I in more the that
0: game, and I, I just love that look, especially at night that was the full whiteout uniform.
1: Sean O'Corn game. <laughs> yeah,
0: man. We were, ta- we were talking about that one uh,
1: oh my God. yesterday
0: in the group Me because of that sideline call where he, like, <laughs> was pulled back or fell back or threw himself back into the sideline.
1: Um, Has there ever been a player name that has matched more perfectly than John O'Corn. No, like that, that not. matched him so beautifully.
0: Yeah, but um, I love those helmets, the all white, uh, the all white uniform. I wish we'd bring that back. I was kind of hoping to see a full green with the green pants this weekend with the night game. Just go like super dark. But either way, Spartan uniforms really can't go wrong. Um, and we'll leave it at that. We're trying to make this episode kind of quick. So we already got sidetracked once. We'll keep it rolling.
1: Um, (laughs) yeah. And and again, for people who didn't listen to the preview, uh, I'm traveling, I'm visiting my parents. Uh, I'll be at the game tomorrow. Uh, my, my audio might not be perfect because I don't have my microphone with me. So apologies there, but hopefully, uh, the, the content is good enough that you can forgive me for a week and a half or so of, uh, of using the Apple headphones microphone here. Uh, but very exciting news here, Scott, we have a sponsor. That's right. People. Uh, you guys have been awesome in promoting the show in following the show. Uh, we really appreciate all the support again, as we mentioned with joining the network Nothing is changing about the content. You guys have seen that already. But it does give us some opportunities that we didn't really have before. And one of them is here in perfect time for the picks of this week. Guys, DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're not signed up with DraftKings Sportsbook yet, I don't know what you're doing, man. Week three of football is in the books. And now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up. You don't want to miss this. So all you got to do, head to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a $1 bet on any game of the week, and receive $150 in free bets instantly. If the DraftKings Sportsbook is not available in your state, there's still a lot of cash prizes. They have daily fantasy, all that fun stuff. So go head over to DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN, the Pigskin Podcast Network, TPPN, to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. Promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Scott, DraftKings Sportsbook, we are here. Let's get to the picks.
0: Let's do it. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys again for all your support and getting us to this point and and your patience. And um, never bet anything you're not ready to lose, as Kevin's dad always tells us. Uh, But have fun with it, and uh, and we'll get you off to a little head start here with that promo. But a little recap on where we're at so far this year. Uh, Another outstanding week by me, by you, by the fans. We all went four and one. We all actually missed on different games. Um, But we all got five points. Again, the MSU pick is two points. So that brings our totals for the year to Kevin and you fine fans at 15 points. And myself, unfortunately, not quite measuring up at 14 points. We are all well above 500 against the spread Uh, At this point, we might as well just go to Vegas and quit our day jobs. Just kidding. Don't do that. Nobody do that, please. Um, But, yeah, we're doing great, and we're going to keep it rolling. This week, Kevin mentioned it's kind of light. We picked the four best ones. We tried to get a fifth game in there. We were looking at it. We said, you know what, we don't want to water it down. This is a fun episode for everybody. We're not going to throw in Army in Miami or whoever it is. We're going to go with the four really enticing games this week. That way we can even – maybe watch all the games we're picking, or at least three out of four. So first game, Kevin, I'll tee this one up for you. Kind of an exciting one. I hate the venue. Notre Dame and Wisconsin are meeting at Soldier Field uh, at noon on Saturday. Currently, Wisconsin's favored by six and a half points. Kevin, baseball fields for
1: football games? Terrible. Terrible. Uh, I hope that they can at least go both ways uh, of the field on this one. I remember the game where they only had one way that they could go because of where the end zones were is just a disaster. I hate it. Play these games at football fields. That's what we have football fields for. Uh, It makes no sense. So anyways, uh, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, two very similar teams here, run the ball, play defense, Jack Cohn, the Notre Dame quarterback. Formally of wisconsin is this a revenge game for him? we will see i am going to take wisconsin minus the six and a half i just i've seen what notre dame is so far this year and it's just a watered down version of notre dame i think wisconsin is better at what both both of them do so give me wisconsin to cover six and a half points
0: all right, I'm taking my foot out of my mouth. I had Wrigley Field and Soldier Field mixed up in my head because I think somebody's playing at Wrigley Field this year. Soldier Field is absolutely a football stadium. My okay. apologies. <laughs> I haven't been to Chicago in a very long time. I admittedly. tuned
1: out your intro a little bit there. So, yeah, forgive um, us for that. but
0: Yeah, you can laugh at me. You can think I'm lame <laughs> for it. I got it wrong. I'm still going with the Wisconsin. I'm going to get this pick right. Uh, Wisconsin by at least a touchdown. Notre Dame just looks blah. And, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, – even, even with the, uh, the quarterback transfer storyline going over to Notre Dame looking for revenge or whatever on his old team, I don't think it's going to be enough. Wisconsin controls the ball, gets it done. I probably won't watch that game. Um, next one, another interesting uh, neutral site. In an in-conference in game, Texas – In-division game. game. In-division game, Texas – and Arkansas are meeting Texas, at A&M. Texas A&M. Damn, I am off my game. It's after work. <laughs> I have a beer in front of me. I'm, I'm playing it loose. Texas A&M is favored by four and a half points against Arkansas meeting at Jerry World AT&T Stadium down in Arlington uh, at 330. So Kevin, powerhouse Texas A&M, up and coming Arkansas. What do you think?
1: Yeah, this one again, an in, in-division game at a neutral site. That makes no sense to me. These are so dumb. Uh, give me Texas A&M, though. I think they're just clear-cut the better team. They struggled at Colorado Week 2. They only pulled that one out 10-7, to but their starting quarterback got hurt. They were on the road early in the year. They got a chance against a bad New Mexico team last week to kind of write what was going on with that team. They won 34-0. Their defense is outstanding, the Texas A&M defense. That's the reason they win this game. That's the reason they cover this spread.
0: Texas A&M minus five. I'm going to keep it inside the Kirby Smart coaching tree here. Mel Tucker and Sam Pittman are essentially head coach cousins, uh, both coaching at Georgia previously. I like Arkansas. I think they got that up-and-coming Mark D'Antonio, new kid on the block vibe. I think they got a lot of energy. And Texas A&M sometimes underperforms in big games under Jimbo Fisher. So, yeah, the neutral site, kind of weird, you know, uh, vibes with whatever that brings up. But give me the Razorbacks. I don't know if they'll win this one, but I do think they'll cover. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, it'll be a fun one. Uh, same I do time, love Pittman. Same time slot. Uh, probably the hardest one. It's a big spread, which we always struggle with. Uh, Rutgers, the new and improved Rutgers, traveling to Michigan to give Michigan maybe their best test of the year so far. Maybe. Um, Michigan's favored by 20 and a half. So the line would not suggest it's Michigan's biggest test of the year. So Michigan 20 and a half. This one's at three thirty in the big house, Kevin, you, what do you think?
1: I'm trying to find a reason to pick Rutgers, man, but I just can't. They played Temple Syracuse and Delaware. Uh, they, they struggled to put away Syracuse. I think Michigan is kind of on their early season war path that we see quite often. I think they're just going to run the ball down their throat and they're not going to stop. You remember that game where they won like 77 to zero against Rutgers. Yeah. It's not going to be that because like you said, Rutgers has definitely improved their floor, but give me Michigan here to cover. I just, I think Michigan is on that early season war path that they'll, they'll pull this one out like 45 to 10. The fans will keep their momentum going. They'll be a top 10 team. Maybe I think Michigan covers this one. I think it's pretty easy.
0: Yeah, this one, I was in the same boat. My first instinct was like, yeah, Rutgers, whoo. But then I took two or three more uh, moments to think about it and just doesn't really feel right to me. Again, Michigan, that this is the kind of game that they win big. They're, You know, it's a conference game. Their fans will think they're all that because they won. They beat Rutgers by 30, woo. Um But I think they will. I think they'll get a big win here. Um, I think maybe Rutgers hangs in the first half and then Michigan's running game just wears them down by the end of the day and, uh, and they pull out a big win. So, yeah, Ruck- Michigan, I wouldn't be surprised if Rutgers covers. I'd be very surprised if Rutgers wins. Um, I'll definitely keep my eye on that one. Rutgers brings a different challenge. I don't know if it's the biggest challenge, but different challenge than Michigan has seen so far this year. Um, and the last one, the most exciting one, obviously our favorite matchup of the week, the Cornhuskers. Always travel well. Took Mel Tucker's comments way too personally in a really weird way. Um, But they'll be traveling to Spartan Stadium, to the woodshed, going out into the deep water um, to play our Spartans. MSU opened as a three-point favorite. The line on DraftKings right now is five points. So uh, this will be on FS1 at 7 o'clock. For those who don't know already, I'm sure you all do. Hopefully most of you will be there with Kevin. Um, Kevin, you'll be in the stands for this one. Are you going to watch MSU win by at least five?
1: I will be in the stands. I will be very intoxicated. It's our first tailgate with the boys for a long time uh, two, three, four years now that it's, you know, I've been to games, but, you know, getting the whole, not the whole band back together. Obviously, you'll be backpacking. We've got a couple guys that won't be there, but. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game. I've never been so nervous uh, as I am on this podcast to make this prediction. As I look at this matchup, we previewed it. I think Michigan State hammers them. I it's it's coming down to two things for me. Nebraska is a hundred. That we talked about their defense. Their defense is good. It's improved. They're a hundred and fifty second in the country in allowing over 150 rushing yards per game. And they're 168th in the country in terms of their defensive third down percentage. I think Michigan State just runs the ball early and often. They're not going to get away with it, get away from it when they, when they don't need to. I think that's something Jay Johnson has done really well. When something's working, we just keep doing it. Uh, keep doing it. So I think Jay Johnson's going to stick with the run. We're going to just keep churning out six, seven, eight, nine yards of carry. We're going to get move the chains on third downs. And I think our defense is going to be able to keep Nebraska in check. I, I just don't think outside of Martinez they have any playmakers on offense. I put this one at a score of Michigan State 35, Nebraska 17. I think we pull this one away big at the end, so give me Michigan State minus five and covering easily. I am so nervous about that pick after how Michigan State and Nebraska have fared over the last few years, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. We've struggled. If there's a
0: team in the Big Ten over the last ten or so years that has really had our number, um, especially in the Big Ten West, for whatever reason, it has been Nebraska. I mean, they beat us in 2011, they beat us in 2012, they beat us in 2015, which was one of our best teams ever. Um, And we haven't seen them since, I believe. So there are teams in the country who can exploit our defense too. But I don't think Nebraska is built to do that. I don't think Adrian Martinez is a consistent enough thrower to take advantage of the gaps that we leave open on defense. And I don't think they have a running game outside of Martinez who, who can really take advantage of, of the way that we line up. And so far, Scotty Hastleton, while there have been gaps, like I said, has shown that he can neutralize what they key in on. I mean, there's are certain areas that, that we get beat a little bit, but when we decide to take something away, like Derek King's legs last week, we've been able to do that and make another team one-dimensional. So I think we key in on Adrian Martinez' legs. We keep him in the pocket. We get a little pressure on him, force him to throw the ball downfield. They struggle to score. We've mentioned their kicker, who is having a terrible year so far. Um, whether or not he makes his kicks, that'll still be something in their head as this game goes on. I, think, I don't think it'll be 18 points. I think it'll be between 10 and 14, but I think Michigan State covers. Give me Michigan State. A little lower, maybe 24-14 to in this one. Low-scoring game. I think we do struggle a little bit to kind of unlock their defense early in the game, but we get enough opportunities throughout the game to put enough points up and cover this spread, get out with a win, send the Cornhuskers back on their 12-hour drive. Um, Not too happy.
1: A drive that my brother actually just made. He he was coming from Omaha out through East Lansing to Metro Detroit. So it's, it's a long way. It's a really boring drive, from what I've heard. Um, all right, so that there we have it. I think we were in lockstep here with the picks this week. Nope, so nope, I took Arkansas. You, took you Texas, had Arkansas. A&M. Right. So okay. we will
0: either be two games, two points apart after this week, finally, or we will be tied, finally. Um, All right, so. and we will see who the fans take. Go to Twitter. Kevin will get this up yep. earlier than he did last week. You guys will be able to pick. <laughs>
1: and uh, yeah, we'll head see. over head over to Twitter. the The link is in the bio. Um, standing room, MSU. You guys can make your picks. Uh, you guys have been killing it so far. So uh, we'll see if you guys can keep it up here. But for everybody that's going to be at the game on Saturday. Feel free to hit me up. Maybe we can meet up somewhere in East Lansing. We'll be there tailgating all day. I think we're heading over to the Com Arts building, um, and I'm very excited to be there. And I think that that that's about do it. That about does it. That's about do it is what I was about to say. So that means it's time to go. Let's get out of here. Let's wrap this thing. Hope everybody enjoys the game. Be safe. Be whatever. Have fun. Hopefully you're there. And if you're not, hopefully it's a it's a pleasure uh viewing experience i don't know who's on the call but i know if it's not beth mullins so it's it's going to be positive so hopefully we have some success here this weekend go green go white take care folks